0: evening and welcome to Tuesday Topics. Um, if, we really enjoyed having you share a little bit of our conversation and thank you so much for being with us. Um, tonight we're going to do an open forum and see how it works, but I want to sort of set the tone. I, I think we have three kinds of folks who work from home. The first of, of those folks are folks who work from home since God was little, you know what it's all about. And really, things didn't change an awful lot for them, I don't think, when the pandemic started. Then there are those people who worked elsewhere and then suddenly had to work from home for the first time. What kind of impact did the pandemic have on their ability to work? Was it a smooth transition? Were there accessibility issues? What kinds of problems did they have adjusting? Were there issues at home that made work difficult? And I think, that, I, I think the third group is, is the group where uh, there was mandated software that had to be used based on what your employer wanted. And that mandated software may or may not have worked well. How did you adjust to it? What kind of training did you have? I think one of the things that blind folks become accustomed to, if they work in offices, is that they can bop over to the next desk and say, uh, uh, "John, um, Jaws isn't talking anymore. Uh, can you take a look at my screen?" That option doesn't work when you're working from home, and when 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 the only eyes that you have in the house are the opposite of nays. So. <laughs> In terms of uh, in terms of operating at home, and in terms of uh, of trying to adjust to the pandemic, what we're going to explore tonight is how it's gone for folks, and uh, what kinds of adjustments uh, people have had to make, and how successful those adjustments have been. There may be some folks who simply couldn't do it, and 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 if they're comfortable talking a little about it. Um, We would love to hear from some of those folks as well. So let's start with our first question. Uh, Our first question is, can we hear from someone uh, who worked uh, elsewhere before and who had to adjust to working from home? And um, let's see if we can get a hand raised to talk about that.
1: We have hands. All right. So I'm going to call on Terry. Terry's hand is raised.
2: Carrie. Hey there. Um, Yes, I have, I've worked, uh, I was working just a couple, one or two days a week from home, and now I'm working constantly. Um, There's been, I've had a lot of technical difficulties, not so much with assistive technology, although I've been helping a couple of people who have had it. With, uh, in, with their problems with screen readers and such. Um, but what, we've, what I have also been involved in, and I'm gonna put this in at the beginning because I'm not sure that I'm gonna be here for the whole call, unfortunately, tonight, Paul. The, uh, I know there are a lot of people that have had issues with MS Teams in using uh, 365.
0: M- MS, MS standing for Microsoft.
2: Microsoft Teams, yes. And,
0: um, and, and Terry, just, just, for the, just for the sake of clear identification, you work for the federal government. Is that correct?
2: Yes. But I know of people who are working in both – most of the people I know are working for the federal government that are having problems with it. Some are working with contractors. Some are also working in other state and local municipalities. And mm-hmm. some are in private companies. Um, what I do know is through a federal working group that I've been uh, a part of, w- their, Microsoft will be within the next day or two putting out a, an announcement. And I would suggest that people listen, um, keep in touch with their 508 coordinators in the federal government because they will be doing, I believe it's going to be four training sessions that they have been working with Vespero on uh, for people for getting some of the problems resolved uh, with teams for people. The first four trainings are for people with screen readers. There's going to be a couple more for people with cognitive disabilities. And there's going to be um, at least one that I know of at the end of the month uh, for people with hearing uh, impairments and hearing, dis and deaf, deaf and hearing loss. Um, that, that's really so. Good I news just story. wanted to let people know that that it really hasn't been ignored by several agencies. I know we've, I've been working with probably fifteen or twenty agencies on it uh, on this working group, and it, and uh, Microsoft seems to be coming through on it. Um, We'll see what happens with the training, but it sounds good.
0: Have there been identifiable problems with teams, and could you describe them?
2: Uh, A lot of people, there's a lot of usability issues um, in that there are several different keystrokes to -hmm. get one thing to happen, that kind of thing. Um, I think that you've probably got some people on the call tonight who have experienced some of the problems more firsthand than i have and they can probably give you a lot more information on it than i can but um, terry Terry, when
0: you get information that confirms the microsoft training will you be able to put it on leadership
2: i believe so yes
0: so people people can can look out if they're if they're on the leadership list and and can also uh, and and uh, you know some of us who are on it will also put out another ACB and 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 affiliate lists as well.
2: Thank and you, Kerry. That Carrie. would be great. That would be great. Um, it's going to be a a website that Microsoft has put up that you'll go to, and then that's got a registration. Going to have a registration link on it. I can tell you that much right now. I've not mm-hmm. on actually seen it. They're still checking it for accessibility. Was the last of news I got yesterday and it should be out very soon so good luck with it all thank you for that Miss Terry
0: Miss Katie by the way I should have said that that Katie Frederick is our is our hand raising person tonight and we're very glad to have her she's got a much prettier voice than Rick's
1: well you know I don't know about that but thank you Paul (laughs) Uh, and as someone who uses teams I'm interested to hear about this training but our next hand, we are gonna allow Mr. Ray Campbell to talk. So Ray ECB board
3: member. Katie, hey, you have you home. have just gone beyond the pale. You've allowed me to talk.
0: How are you? As far as <laughs> <laughs> here? I don't yes. know if anybody's ever been able to stop you, Ray.
4: <laughs>
3: that's,
0: that's, oh, I, I, hmm.
3: I resemble that. Well anyway. <laughs> um, so I've been working at home. I've worked at home, you know, occasionally since I've been with um, United uh, Airlines, uh, it's who I work for, um, since 2015. But um, on March 13th, I started working at home and thought it would be maybe uh, a couple of weeks and almost three months later, here we are. <laughs> uh, so it's been, <laughs> No, I was lucky in that because I have worked at home occasionally, I had Put some thought into a little bit of a setup. Uh, what I've been doing is, um, I didn't have to uh, get a lot of, you know, as far as getting into my company's network and stuff. I didn't have to get any special software on Windows 10. I was able to use um, a uh, you know VPN software from the uh, <clears throat> Windows 10 store, and then. Um, on the on the iphone there's a couple of tools that the company has asked us to use that are actually quite accessible so I able to get into our virtual private network and then i remote access i you know for things I need to be on my laptop uh it's sitting in the office and I remote into it uh for things I need
0: to uh, need to do that for um and now, have you um, have you found your productivity is greater or less at home, Ray, or just um, about the same? Well, actually, um, I probably shouldn't admit this, but I
3: get online a little later than I I have been um, at home. I'm about the same, I think. Um, I'm, I'm 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 I haven't had any at home issues. I'm lucky that uh, uh, Karen, my wife, she goes to work in. She actually goes to work later in the day, so, um, but you know, she pretty much you know leaves me alone in the morning, and, and then takes off for work at about eleven forty five, and um, <clears throat> and stuff, and then so I've got the rest of the day to to, to work at home. So, uh, haven't had a lot of technology issues, and as far as Microsoft Teams, I've had reasonably good luck with it using Jaws and using NVDA. Um, I am gonna. I understood though in the training. I'm, I want to mm-hmm. hear more about yeah. that and see what uh, things can uh, be done. And I will say to people, if you're having trouble on the computer with Teams, I find the iOS version to mm-hmm. be very, very good.
1: Yes, uh, so you can
3: use on your iPhone and stuff like that. It's it's uh, pretty good. But I do. Um, and the other thing I would say for JAWS users is Doug Lee has. Um, put some scripts together. I've not downloaded them to see how they can help with teams, but it's, uh, um, <clears throat> they, he has a, a website. It's, uh, www.dl. I, I, I don't, no, I better not give it cause I don't remember it for sure, but, um, I'll put it out on, I can put it out on leadership, uh, for folks that might be interested uh, to find it.
0: Um, thank you, Ray, but no, we but appreciate I think, it. Sir. I think
3: generally I, I've been, I've been happy working at home, although I, I miss the personal interaction with people, and uh, it does feel a little isolating. But having said that, I'm not sure that I'm really looking forward to some of the things I have to do to go back to work, like getting on public transportation. So uh, I hear you. <laughs> yeah. So uh, no, although all in all, it's been a pretty good experience, and. Um, I, I've even lost some weight since I've been working at home because I have to actually think about what I'm going to have for lunch. Although I do get some food delivered to try to support local restaurants during the week and stuff too. So, uh, uh, and, uh, and I, and Paul, I just, you'll appreciate this. I have, I have been able to quell the urge during the workday to go grab a beer out of the refrigerator. I, I do make myself wait till after work, uh, to do that. Uh, one thing I would like to just share actually before I go. And that is, um, I, I've, I got some advice and I would really encourage people that are working at home to think about this, treat it like a normal work day, as much as you can get up, you know, eat breakfast. If you're a breakfast eater, you know, take a shower, put some clothes on, and then, then sit down to, uh, to work. And, uh, I think it's also important to have ground rules that, okay, when I'm working, I'm working. And, you know, when I'm not, uh, then I'm available to do other things. So, uh, those are a couple uh, points I'd give to folks. So that's all Thanks, I got. Ray. You bet. Thank you,
0: sir. Yep. Miss Katie.
1: Yes. Next we have Sharon Strakowski.
4: Well, um, Working from home was a brand new experience for me. I was totally unprepared for it. And about a month into it, I got furloughed. <laughs> um, though what I continue to do is to do some volunteer work there, and I'm actually getting unfurloughed in July, right after the convention. So that'll be wonderful. Um, I did have some technology issues, and one of the problems that I ran into was that I couldn't figure out how to remote in with a help desk at the medical school where I work. Because they use a, a secure system that I could access, but I couldn't seem to get the IP address that changed all the time. And what we ended up doing finally is um, using Zoom. They they'll create a, a Zoom meeting. I'll go into the meeting. We'll screen share, and then I allow them to remote with me. And then this is it. So that's that's the workaround that we came to. Um, I was just starting to get a little flavor of Teams and another one called Assembla, um, which is a ticketing tracking system for keeping track of tasks that maybe you and other people are doing. Um, And that's sort of been put on hold at the moment um, until we're we're back in the office maybe. Um, So I don't like working from home particularly. I like the transition of getting on the vehicle and getting out the door and getting in the building and having my coffee and all that stuff. Um, but So you're looking I, forward to getting back? I am. The only thing I'm not looking forward to is having to wear a mask all day, um, mm-hmm. which, and I don't think it's probably going to happen till September-ish. Um, I find it difficult to make that transition in the morning from – you know, sitting here having my coffee to now I'm working, um, but I have a call with my colleague every morning, and that kind of starts the day. And I think it does for her as well. Um, but I do, I do feel isolated as far as productivity. I don't think that's made much difference to me, really. Yeah.
0: Excellent. Thank you for sharing, Sharon. Excellent.
4: All right. All right. Who's next, Miss Katie? Um, next,
1: we have. Uh
5: Let's see, Larry Gassman. Uh, I actually have two jobs um, because John and I work for Freedom Scientific for FSCast. We do it from home. We interview, we host, all of that done from home. And I work for Marriott. Now, the difference is that I've been working from home since 2007 because the center in Southern California, where I live, closed. And they said to me, can you go home and figure out a way for all of our blind people to work from home? And back then, it was a lot different than it is now. But back then, we had to figure out, A, is it, is it feasible? And, and B, we need to pick the right amount of people who can survive without tech help. Because as someone mentioned earlier, you can't just say, hey, I am, I'm having problems here with Josh. Could you come over? Because we're in Southern California, the closest center that was open was probably Salt Lake city or even Omaha, Nebraska, but probably Salt Lake. So that was not really feasible. And so, uh, I, I work in support for Marriott. I test the scripts that we use to make reservations with JAWS and with scripts that are used with JAWS and make sure that they work after they've been programmed. And then we send them off to everybody. And, uh, so that was a little different for me being not with people because I like being with people. It's fun to talk to people. I enjoy being people. I used to get up when it was I was on my break and I'd go talk to people. And we'd go to all the parties every year at Christmas time. All that stuff went away because they would not fly me out. I asked. And they said, no, that's not going to happen. Sorry about that. You're at home. But I got used to it. It, It's very rude. And and I don't know, I tried many times to get them to overturn that. didn't work. But I, I, like Ray said, I do the same thing Ray does. And I just did it. Uh, When I'm home, I get up, I get dressed. And that's probably the question that was asked most. How do you like being in your pajamas? Well, I've never been in my pajamas during a work day. Uh, I treat it just like any other day and I'm dressed.
0: Yeah, I, I dress every morning as well. This is a, as a matter of course, but let me ask you a question that's slightly different. As as, as a person who operates with FScast, you you and and for those who don't know, um, this is a monthly yeah um, monthly yeah mm-hmm. yeah monthly program that's produced by Vespero um, that outlines new features and jaws. So in terms of FScast have you guys done much work um, that specifically um, deals with working from home and some of the issues with some of the software that, that a number of JAWS users are using?
5: We haven't, not not to any real degree yet. I think probably we will. I know that it's been touched upon, but we have not. Um, and I have, you know, no problems working from home. John who is my twin brother, who is in another meeting now that he was going to be here, works for Disney, and he is 65, as I am. We're both twins. And as soon as that little edict in March came down about people who are 65 need to go home and work from home, that's what he did. And and he's been doing it ever since and actually enjoys it. The, The big issue for many of us who work from home is because we work from home doing a certain job that we've done for years and years, Because of the pandemic, sometimes there's no work with those jobs and the jobs actually change. And that has been a big issue for a lot of people, a lot of friends in the medical field, a lot of people in my field are no longer doing the jobs that they were doing because there's no work currently. Now, there will be again when things open up a bit more. But that has been an issue with stress and a lot of other things for people.
0: Excellent. Larry, thank you so much, sir. You're welcome. Excellent. Who have we got, Miss Katie?
1: Um, next we have Connie um, Baton.
6: Hello, hey Connie. Um, thanks for doing this, you guys. Um, I teach English language acquisition to adults, adult immigrants, and that was formerly known as ESL. And I was taking paratransit to work, Monday through Thursday, um, morning to afternoon, you know, from eight to, 8 to 10. I taught classes from 8 to about twelve forty-five. did prep, then I came home in the afternoon. Well, in March, the school districts closed. And in April, we were told that we would have to begin teaching remotely on Zoom. I was totally unfamiliar with Zoom, so I had to learn how to use that. And then initially there were some accommodation issues because normally I have a paraeducator in the classroom. That's a a teacher's aide or teacher's assistant who helps uh, with a lot of the technology end of it. And she, they weren't going to allow her to come to my home. They wouldn't allow anyone to come to anyone's home. Um, So I emailed my principal and I said, well, she's contracted. I'm contracted. She's contracted. So if she's not allowed to come to my home, why can't she work with me remotely on Zoom? And we can co-host the class meetings. So they allowed us to do that. So we had a few practice sessions and then then I was ready to go. Um, The other issue I had was that a lot of the resources available to teachers were on Google Docs. And I have not learned how to access Google Docs with JAWS. And they use Microsoft Edge, which I guess is Google too. So um, anyway, and then my students, on the the, uh, my students' end, a lot of my students were limited English speakers. And so that meant that um, they were new to Zoom too. And many of them had either very little or no access to Wi-Fi. So most of them joined the Zoom meetings. by phone, by smartphones. And it went okay, but it was definitely not the same as being in the classroom. The silver lining is that I did not have to take paratransit to work, but, but it was in no way the same as actually teaching in the classroom and interacting with my students. And because of a lot of the resources were not accessible to me, I found I had to create a lot of my own materials. But in terms of my paraeducator co-hosting those class meetings with me, that went very, very well. She she did the share screen, um, the whiteboard feature if I wanted her to write sentences on the board, um, the audio files that came from our textbook, she handled all that part and I did all the teaching. But at our staff meeting in uh, late May, we were told that we would have to continue remote teaching in the fall. And I have decided I don't want to do it anymore. So I'm taking an early retirement. There are a group of us who are over 50 who are pretty upset <laughs> that we have to learn all this new technology and teach this way. So we're taking early retirement. And I'm, I'm pretty sure I'm going to join that group. So that's all I have to share. Connie, thank you so much.
1: All right. Next, we have
7: Penny Reader. Connie, good luck with your retirement. That's quite a life changer about to embark on. Uh, I am well, one of those Connie people said that...
0: Connie so many to deal with too. So, it, <laughs> it, uh, yep. anyway. uh,
7: I, am, I am one of those people who is having so much trouble with Microsoft Teams. Um, they, just, they just showed up on my computer one day with no training. For a long time, it didn't work for me at all. And I work with another person very closely and my colleague kept accusing me of doing something wrong. But it turned out that it was installed incorrectly uh, because my JAWS is on a network and Teams was loading before the network version of JAWS was coming up. And so the scripts were not loading with uh, software so that if you are having a problem, that might be something to check out. But I still have a lot of trouble with it and it's not nearly as intuitive as Skype was. And that wasn't all that easy either, um, so um, I'm looking forward to the training. I hope it's helpful.
0: Now you've you've worked you've worked at home for quite a while, though, have you not, Penny?
7: I have. I've been working at home for about five years, and I always loved it. I still do. <laughs> and I'm one of those people that wears pajamas until noon. Um, so, and I like the uh, the coffee shop in my kitchen. Um, the only thing I don't like is that I think. Uh, you tend to work longer than you would if you had to catch a ride home because, you know, your work is always here.
0: Um, so so has, I, the, has the pandemic made any difference for you?
7: Not really um, because I, everything that was set up is already set up. You know, I, I have a favorite IT guy who knows that I can't see the screen who works really well with me. Um, I've been lucky a few times when I've needed some technical help. And my kid was here too, and he could help. But mostly, um, it's been it's been good.
0: Excellent, and thank I, you, Miss Penny. I don't
7: miss the I don't miss the commute. You're welcome, Paul. Thanks. Miss
0: mm-hmm. Katie.
1: Yes, our next guest um, here is Mr. Charlie Crawford. So I'm going to allow Charlie to talk.
8: There is a free America. Good. <laughs>
7: anyway,
8: <laughs> I uh, I just wanted to call in quickly because. Um, I'm. I'm not at home. Obviously, I'm in a medical facility, shall we say. And um, the the thing that I wanted to contribute is I do a lot of listening to um, Jonathan Mosin, and um, and uh, one of the things that he raised as the question with regards to the whole issue of working at home or on computers in conferences is the, the idea of. Um, in Zoom, where you can um, mute your, um, your your videos or your audio, and a lot of people don't take their um, their video seriously, so they don't use it, and that, in his uh, view, um, is somewhat problematic for sighted persons on the call. And so, uh, I thought I'd raise that tonight because I think it is an interesting question. On the one hand. Blind folks say, some blind folks say, well, I can't see them, so they don't need to see me. And on the other hand, some blind folks say, well, they can see me. They can see me, so I should give them the opportunity to do that. So anyway, I'd be interested in what people have to say about that.
0: It's, a, it's, an, it's an interesting issue, Charlie. We're so glad to hear from you, and thank you so much for being here. I, you know, I have I have not turned my video on in Zoom uh, since I started using it, um, and, uh, but, but people say that, that you can actually do some pretty complicated things with your video in terms of setting up appropriate backgrounds, uh, in, in terms of, uh, cr- creating, uh, a, a pretty standard shot and that kind of thing. Uh, I don't know, maybe Katie's done more of it than I have, but, but I think it is a really interesting issue. And thank you, Charlie.
1: All right. Our next person is phone number. The last four digits are 5829. So I'm going to allow 5829 to speak.
9: Yes, this is Peter Alcho from Columbia, Missouri. Um, hi, hi, guys. Thanks for having this conversation. And Charlie, I hope you get better soon. And please send my best to Susan, um, if, you, if you think of it. I'm, I've, I've been working at home on and off for years, probably 20 years. Um, I'm one of these people who used to work three days in the office and two days at home and then four days in the office and one day at home and some days five days a week at home, and And um, I love it. Um, I, I do miss the uh, uh, give and take that you have while you're in the office, but I find I get a lot more work done a, lot, a whole lot faster at home I have been pretty lucky with computer issues. The only problem I had um, uh, was was the, the computer software for some reason wasn 't connecting with my internet software uh, uh, and their their computer software was was sort of inaccessible anyway, so they had to send a sense a tech person over and we got the promise right now, but it took a full day to do it. It was a major undertaking, and i 'm grateful for the employer to uh, who did that but once that happened, everything uh, worked well, uh, you know basically the employer the employers had the sense that, you know to say to me things like. You get your work done. You show us that you can do the work. We'll allow you to work from home. And, you know, just check your voicemail. Make sure you check your emails. Um, and it was a win for everybody. Uh, it saved me because some of my commutes are an hour and a half each way. And, you know, if I could do the work at home and less stress, it's great. Um, as I said, the only downside is I miss the sort of give and take in the office. And sometimes you miss the gossip and what's going on. And that can be really important when certain issues come up. But... You know, if you keep your network sort of solid, it, you usually find out what's going on eventually anyway. So, um, you know, I, I've had very good success with it.
0: So, Peter, have, have, you, have you noticed any impact uh, of the pandemic at all?
9: No. Uh, what happened in my situation is I got furloughed as well, but I was working uh, tutoring University of Missouri students and I had to be on site uh, when I did that work. Um, so I am currently unemployed. Um, what what I have found, of course, um, one of the things I've learned, uh, and, and part because of you folks, is how to use Zoom, and that's been an incredibly useful skill for me. Um, I, I may I'm, I'm exploring doing some some consulting from home, and I haven't set up my. Uh, my video image yet. I need somebody to help me with that. I don't feel comfortable as a totally blind person doing that on my own, but I do plan to do that at some point, especially if I start doing coaching or something from home or talking to, uh, to clients, uh, zooming, talking to clients. Um, now, but would
0: you have been right, furloughed? Pete, would you have been furloughed Peter? Had it not been for the pandemic do you think?
9: Oh, no, I, I mostly, it was, expensive exclusively because of the pandemic. I mean, a lot of us were furloughed. Um, only like 10% of the tutors were kept on and their workload was cut by about 75%. You know, so it really, cause all the students left. And um, so, you know, some folks did work using Zoom. And at the time I wasn't fully aware that I could do that work from home. And by the time I found out it was too late. You know, so I. But, you know, I wouldn't have gotten that much work anyway. I might have gotten one student a week. So the, you know, I lost my. I'm furloughed, but I've learned a lot from the experience. And so, you know, if we ever get back on track, and I, you know, uh, and I need to do some work from home again, I, I know how to use Zoom. I'm confident that I can use it. And, uh, you know, other other computer things. I'm not familiar with the Microsoft stuff you guys are talking about, um, but I have heard mixed reviews on its accessibility, depending on who you talk to. Um, So when that bridge comes, I'll try to cross it.
0: Thanks, Peter. Thank you. Katie. Yes.
1: we Next, we have Nolan Parrish.
10: Good evening, uh, Paul Edwards and Katie Frederick. How are you both doing this evening?
0: We're well, thank you.
10: Thank you. Um, I started working from home since the pandemic started. Um, I've been doing some schoolwork and started connecting with Plus, when learning center from Berrien Springs and connected with some of my classmates on uh, Google Hangouts Meet every Wednesdays, we've been in my Capernaum team here in Michigan. It's we started using Zoom, I started training them. Uh, it was a little bit difficult to use Zoom a little bit because of terms of going into the participants panel and flicking all the way to the right and choosing people's names, which is very, very not accessible at this time. And I'm not, Mm -hmm. uh, the Zoom app is accessible. The video part is accessible. One thing I hate is when navigating to people's names that I wanted to uh, asked to unmute. <laughs> it's it's very, very stressful. And this Thursday yeah. uh, this Thursday I'll be hosting a virtual karaoke, so it'll be a little bit challenging for me. So it um, will be with <laughs> video conferencing, it's gonna be really challenging with accessibility a little bit. Mm-hmm.
0: What kind of work do you do, sir?
10: I uh do um <clears throat> right now, I do not actually, I work with uh, the people from the Bureau of Services for Blind Persons up in Kalamazoo, Michigan. Uh, uh-huh. they, they do training up there. However, they have decided to do a virtual, um, virtual training sessions on Microsoft Teams, and that is working very well. Excellent, thank mm-hmm. you so much for sharing, sir. You're welcome.
0: Thank you. Excellent, Miss Katie.
1: Yes, our next person up is Miss um, Kathy Blackburn. So, Kathy, you are allowed to Kathy talk. F- so
0: from you, Texas. I'm hey, Kathy.
1: Uh, yes, yeah. um, I wanted to comment on the
11: question about whether, whether I turn on my video. I'm using my braille note touch so the camera is on the back and you can't prop it up on the front edge or anything because the navigation keys are there <laughs> so, this is true and so i just when i'm in a, a meeting with sighted people i just tell them the camera's on the back all you'll see is the tabletop or my shoes or something and so i and i it just it distresses a few people but everybody else can't understand.
0: So, Kathy, um, are you using Zoom on your Braille Note Plus? Yes. Excellent, and it works well there.
11: Yes, it does.
0: Interesting. Um, have you have you found any other problems working at home?
11: Well, I'm actually retired, so I, I, I would have loved when I did decide to retire. Um, it was over. Uh, it was with, with care It really it was. They were changing some rules or something, and I just decided it was time to retire. And but I would have mm-hmm. loved offered the chance to work from home, but that didn't happen.
0: Got uh, it. I, I I think your your point about the Braille Note Plus is a good one. Mm-hmm. Um, if if that's the only option a person has in terms of working from home, uh, you know. The cameras on the bottom because people are going to use it for scanning, um, but um, but it's interesting because it just wouldn't be accessible to show to show video. Um, it's a, it it it's an intriguing point, and thank you so much for raising it, Miss Kathy. Thank you, Miss Katie.
1: Yes, we have um, Sharon uh, Schakowski has her hand up again.
4: Okay. Um, I just wanted to respond to the thing about the video with Zoom. Um, I attend a weekly meeting with my sighted colleagues. And um, at first, I didn't know how to do the audio, I mean, the video on the computer. And the first day that I did it, they were like, Sharon, we can see you. Put your, you know, put your face this way. Put the thing this way. And it was the weirdest thing. It was sort of like I hadn't been there before. For them, even though you know, even though they could, even though they could hear me just fine before, um, it, it, it felt really different to them. And then there's another person in the group who can see just fine, but for whatever technical reasons, is not able to use her video right now. And every time they're saying, "Hi, we can't see you," and so then I started using it at church during the coffee hour. And I found that it really did make a difference. Thank you. So you
0: you think that people do um, feel as though you're not really there if they can't see you?
4: In some way. Uh, Another experience that happened one time at church when Zoom was having a major failure, we all had to talk to each other with no video because there was no video for anybody. And people were very uncomfortable with it. So, yeah, I thought it was. I was I mean, kind of laughing I, at myself.
0: <laughs> I, I always, I always think that um, that 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 not forcing people to see me on video is is, is a big favor that I'm doing to the world. So,
4: <laughs> well, I, I don't know, but anyway, that's my experience.
0: Thank you, Sharon. Okay. Katie, you work from home, do you not?
1: I do. Yes, I do. And it's interesting, you know, the, the comments about the video um, that have recently come up. I, I know I've talked to other people who who can see who really appreciate having it. Others, it's not a not a big deal. Um, so I think it is just kind of one of those personal preferences where again I think just how some people learn might be more visual. And so by seeing people on the screen. It's you know kind of more uh, they're more in the situation or experiencing things, but but yes, I do work from home and work for a the Ohio Vocational Rehabilitation Agency, and um, working from home has been it's been good for me. But my job is the is such that it's easy to transition from from an office to home because I do a lot of email and things on the computer, so. I've been dealing with Microsoft Teams and its quirks and it is, you know, it is usable. There are some ways they could improve it for sure. But um, I think it's it's a good tool that we have in our toolbox that is working uh, for us. So um, Connie Bateman has her hand up again and there are no other hands. So I
0: will so not, not quite yet. I'm going to ask you another okay. question. first. All right. Um, yes, that's I, fine. <laughs> I, I would like to know if you think the pandemic has made any difference to, to your working at home.
1: I really, I don't. The only thing it's kind of shifted our, our certainly our agency's work. Um, not, not so much mine directly. Although one of the things that I am working on is you know, outreach is a, a part of my job. Well, of course, right now we're not reaching out too much. <laughs> um, so, and and of course, now we are getting into a point where it's budget time for our state and we are a state that has to balance our budget. So that is coming up. So just there there are some things that are coming that, you know, I think I will be, I think I will be taking 10 unpaid vacation days in 2020, 2021, So, um, that's, that's part of this, you know, I know others have been in this situation too. So, um, you know, I'm just grateful to have a job and and just taking things kind of one day at a time. That's kind of how I've dealt with it.
0: And that's one of the consequences that I think we need to, uh, recognize and and value that particularly for folks who work in the public sector and in state and local government, uh, there isn't the option of printing money at the state and local level. Right. And so, Ultimately, the budgets have to come close to being balanced. Uh, I know we're facing the same kind of situation in Florida. Um, We've had a budget that's been approved by the legislature, which is sitting on the governor's desk, but he hasn't signed it yet. And I suspect he won't until he has a better idea of what the consequences of COVID are going to be for the state. And then when he does sign it, the probability is that we're going to be looking at 15 and 20 percent cuts across the board and a lot of public agencies. And I suspect that that's what's going to be happening in in many state and local government jobs. All yes. right, so let's recognize Ms. Connie.
1: Well, we have a couple of other hands. Oh, oh good, um, yep. So let me get someone, we have someone here that, that hasn't gotten to talk yet. Um, so let me get them up um, there. Your name is call
12: in user one. This is Cindy from Chicago. Hi, Cindy. How are you? Well, um, thank you. I um, also am currently working from home, but I am a rehab instructor. So um, at first, it was very difficult getting used to working from home, but now I'm loving it. I don't have to worry about the travel. I spend less money. If I want to get dressed, I could dress If I don't, I don't. <laughs> But um, one of the things that I'm doing is um, teaching Braille. And at first it was a challenge. But I, I finally decided to figure out a way. I mean, we got to do it. We got to figure out a way, right? Yes. So I, um, what I started doing is I just follow along. Like when they read, I follow along. And I give them spelling words and I go over the contraction because they're learning contractions. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, so I just give them, the, you know, uh, they tell me the contractions. And as far as the homework, I'm still, uh, challenging a little bit with that because, um, a lot of the, uh, you know, we're not able to physically correct the homework. So I have to go by the word. So I, I figured they read it right. They got it right.
0: Mm -hmm. So (laughs) um, Cindy, are you working mostly with older folks or with, with uh, rehab age folks or?
12: Yeah, I, I work from 18 and above.
0: Excellent. And have you, have you found that, that blind folks um, are are prepared to work comfortably from home or, or, or do you find some resistance from the folks you're trying to work with?
12: I'm sorry, I didn't get the question. Do
0: you find that you're, you're getting resistance from some of your folks in, in in terms of really not wanting to work using technology and remotely?
12: You know what, um, I, I, I think it's pretty evened out. Yeah, I think it's pretty even out. Um, I don't work with the employment, uh, portion. I mostly teach. So I'm not mm-hmm. for sure as far as the employment go for them, but, um, you know, they, um, uh, currently nobody's really hiring nowhere right now. So mm-hmm. you know, we, we've now, been fortunate to hire a couple of new teachers actually. So how cool is the, that? yeah, I don't know how that came about, but I'm like, okay, they're coming on board. It's, they working from home and we, we just started working from home. Well we've been working from home since March. So now are
0: you doing home and personal management as well?
12: Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So all of no. that is being on the phone. And then I mm-hmm. I right. So I also do like um teaching um ADL skill, which is consists of uh activities of daily living in the home. So right. Uh-huh. One of the one of the, the the things that I find easy those that are comfortable with using the microwave because a lot of them I had already went to their home to label their microwaves mm-hmm. and um, we have already started you know somewhat working with the uh, microwave and stuff so I had created simple dishes like for breakfast lunch and dinner and they they love it it's so simple. You know, well, that's so, excellent.
0: Thank yeah. you, thank you so much for sharing with us. We appreciate it.
12: Yeah, and, and so thanks one, for being so on the as, call. Right. So, as far as the the uh, uh, virtual, I do not care for no. I I don't care to share a screen because I figure I can't see you, so why would I want to share my screen? Oh, gotcha. <laughs> <laughs> okay.
0: So thank there you, you. go. <laughs> thank you, Miss Katie.
1: Yes. So we have some. Some second-hand raisers here, but I want to go to another first-time hand raiser this evening so that we can recognize her, um, and that is um, Katrina Anderson.
13: Okay, um, I just wanted to chime in. I'm also happen to be a rehabilitation teacher. I'm in Indianapolis, and we are doing remote training uh, to address just a couple of things. Uh, your question about the resistance of the clients. Um, We've really had some good receptive uh, clients, but there's definitely one. He gave it a try, and what we did is hooked him him up uh, through telephone, um, like through Zoom. The host would call him and just get him on the line, Um, but for some reason, he ended up, uh, I'm not I wasn't aware, they didn't tell me why, but he just said he's decided to not do that anymore. So really we've only had one totally pop out, Um, but we've had several others. Um, The video, I wanted to say that I mainly don't use video because I am totally blind. So if I'm working with a blind student, I don't. But I have one student that is uh, pretty visual. She's uh, got quite a bit of partial vision, but she's severely uh, hearing impaired and we ended up um, and she actually requested this instead of using zoom, we're using Google meet and it's because it has the closed captioning on it. So it will type out what I'm saying uh, and she's able to follow along well. And she specifically requested that for, Um, work with me in communications, Braille, things like that, and the counselor, the adjustment counselor. And then, actually, the remote has worked out so well for her that um, uh, our clients, most of the staff and clients are returning next week, but she's only going to come back one or two days a week because the remote has worked out really well for her. Um,
0: So she's actually ahead with the new system. Yes. Excellent.
13: So when, uh, when working you- with the technology department, you know, she definitely prefers that remotely. And I just wanted to say we have an a- excellent assistive technology department before, like I got involved with the teaching. They had already worked with all these clients and got their either their skills with the phone or the computer such that they were able to do their part of the uh, You know, communication. What were you going to say? How do you feel about going back? Well, actually, I'm not excited about it. And I am so thankful. I am so thankful that my agency has been really, really, really cool about all of this. Um, There's myself and one other staff member that, for various reasons, I I guess you could say one is we're in the, the older category on some health issues that we just don't feel comfortable going back. So we're going to continue to work, work remotely. And there have been some things like in writing braille. I know the other lady was talking about uh, we can't can't read what they wrote. And so I put off some skills like that. And what my management has agreed to do is um, I have other staff that I've been training because I'm going to retire hopefully soon to take over. And so we're going to have me remotely on a call or whatever connection, and then have this other staff member, they'll do the physical stuff and the checking of the work, but I'll still be leading the lesson. So my agency is really working well to accommodate me on all of it.
0: That is so good to hear. And thank you so much for sharing with us.
13: And I guess one last thing, I don't know if you'd be interested in, uh, we applied for and were granted a a wonderful, wonderful grant. Uh, It was a United Way thing and another community related grant and because of that we were able to put out a wonderful wonderful program for our blindness community where even if you weren't being served by our agency uh, like we offered care packages out Um, we also opened up uh, phone lines and uh, you know zoom training where you could call me for example and say I need help on my digital recorder or my talking books or call the uh, assistive technology people and so all of that was free so we've been providing all of this for the state of Indiana and it's it's been a wonderful thing
0: so you work for the state agency do you dear
13: actually i don't it's a private agency and nib agency but uh mm-hmm. yeah we we still serve the state so
0: Excellent so thank you so much for sharing. Thank you. Miss Katie.
1: Yes we have um, our next person here is Connie.
6: Um, Thank you for giving me the opportunity to speak again. So I would like to make a comment on two things the video component of Zoom and I would like to respond to the homework component that the two rehab teachers were talking about so all of my students were sighted so I had to use video and so that's one of the things I practiced during our practice zoom sessions with the teachers and they'd say things like oh all I can see is your ceiling or, or oh, you need to move it a little bit more to your right or a little bit more down oh now we can see your face so they really do sighted people really do rely on video they it, it just they're just very visually oriented Um, And I had to, you know, teach my students Zoom cloud meeting etiquette. Don't come to class in your bathrobe. And, you know, if you're going to eat breakfast, eat before you come to the class meeting and things like that. So that's that. Homework. Um, Mostly what I gave them was grammar homework. And what they wanted to do, the students wanted to do initially was take a picture of their homework with with their phones and email it to me. Because that's what they did for their kids, teachers. But I had to remind them I am I can't see I'm blind, so you need to just send me your sentences in an email messages. Just email. Just type your sentences. So actually, type them in, not
0: not yes. just take an image of of rather the work you've done.
6: An, yeah, rather than sending me mm-hmm. an image of it, and that worked really well. And I found the best time to give the classes met on Tuesdays and Thursdays from home. So the best time to give them homework was Thursday <laughs> because then they had the whole weekend to finish it. And I and I usually got more homework if I assigned it on Thursday instead of Tuesday. So anyway, I just thought I would throw that in, thanks.
0: Thanks Connie. Let's try one more quick one, Katie, if we have.
1: Yes, we have a, a new hand here,
14: Ann Lee Rose. I'll try to be quick. Um, Yes, I also teach Braille um, over the phone, and I have two students who have Perkins Braillers at home. They're borrowing, and what I've done with their homework is I've mailed them Braille paper and return self-addressed stamped, well, not stamped, but pre-matter envelopes with my address on it, and they Braille their homework at home, and then they mail it to me, and when I get two lessons uh, back from them then i'll i'll ma- i ask them to mail the envelope to me that has their address on it so um, it goes back to them so that they can send more homework to me
0: excellent um ha- what have what have you found the pandemic has meant for you um Annalie?
14: well it's being in in my apartment the whole time, I find that uh sometimes. I'm sitting at my computer so much and I just want to get up and move and, and go do something else when I really shouldn't be, when I should be doing <laughs> paperwork or, or uh, case notes or uh, entering stuff in the system so, uh, and keeping track of everything. Who'd I speak to? Because doing so much more phone, phone conversation than in person stuff. And so it, it's been a bit challenging. I'm looking forward to getting back and and working person to person.
0: Excellent. Thank you so much, Mm Annalie. Miss Katie, thank you so much for all of your help in hand raising and other things that are going on. I wanted to end by mentioning that next week we will have Sydney Van Winkle Hollis as our guest. And we're going to talk about uh, the pandemic and membership and community calls and other stuff, but we're, we're going to try to, 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 to drill down beneath some of the activities to see what the impacts are going to be. And so I think it should be an exciting opportunity for us to get together. Ladies and gentlemen, it's been a pleasure having everyone on Tuesday Topics. We really appreciate it. Thank you very much for being here. Remember, if you don't share your opinion, it doesn't exist. Good night. Good night.